Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. A lot's changed in the 14 or 15 months since I asked President Biden before he flew out to Arizona one day why he was going to a border state and not visiting the border. And he told me it was because there were more important things going on. But this trip seems to be an admission that they have realized they cannot win re-election without fixing what is happening at the border. Folks, this is really hurting them. I don't know what it is about this Georgia murder. You turn on Fox News any day of the week, there's another family grieving another person who died either because they were murdered or run over by an illegal immigrant or from fentanyl. And it never hits. But for some reason, this one did. Somehow this one has slipped the bounds of government censorship and struck a nerve. Oh, if only the American people knew how actually bad it was. But most of them don't get real news. Just one thing like this slipping through, though, you can tell it's been a broadside to the Democrats. Trump announced last week he was going down to Texas. Joe Biden had no plans to do that. And suddenly they announced uh, yesterday he's going to on the same day as Trump. And when he's asked about it while eating an ice cream cone, he says he had no idea Trump was going down there. Folks, if the polls weren't accurate about Joe Biden running behind Trump right now, there's no way he'd be going to the border. He'd still be mocking the reporters who asked him about it and gaffing it off. He's only ever been there to the border one time in his entire political career, and it was a year ago. Now, suddenly, he's going on the same day as Trump. And there's only one reason this is happening. Remember the story I had on the Insane Things podcast a couple weeks ago? about Twitter being the most downloaded app in the App Store, period, bar none, that is doing this. This story is uncontainable by the left because simply Elon Musk got out of bed one day and said, you know what, I'm going to stop the censorship. They could have contained this if Musk had never bought Twitter. We wouldn't have any free speech rights left. This could just be locked down. And you know how I know this is killing them? I live stream my radio show every morning across five platforms. One of them is Facebook. I've never had a problem before. I'm severely algorithmed down. I have 31,000 followers, but I only get about 30 likes. You have to know to go to my page to find me uh, because I'm so censored. But it runs there every day. Today, I went to find this. Your video is blocked and can't be used by others. And the first block was actually put on yesterday's video, and it was only partially limited. Today's was completely shut down. And so I was greeted by a bunch of texts this morning. Hey, you have nothing. Your video's not up on Facebook. Yeah, I got censored. After heavily playing clips about the Georgia jogger. Folks, that shows you their absolute desperation to get a handle on this thing, and they can't. Then it got worse. The Border Patrol Union that represents all those Border Patrol agencies went on Twitter where they can't be stopped 
and openly mocked the president for coming to the border and blamed the whole thing on him. It's all been going viral for about 48 hours. How bad is this? They'll never admit how bad it is publicly, but it's so bad that the liberal Democrat mayor of New York City, Eric Adams, actually took to the microphone in the last 24 hours to walk back his support for sanctuary city policies and call for the ending of sanctuary city policies. You got to understand in New York, sanctuary city doesn't just mean they won't turn illegals over to ICE when they're caught for crossing the border. They don't turn illegals over to ICE after they've committed other crimes, including murder here in the United States. They simply let them go after they've served their time or they bond out. So for Eric Adams, who pledged he would continue to have New York be a sanctuary city when he was running for office to demand the end of sanctuary policies shows you what a broadside hit this was to the Democrat Party. Even worse for Adams and the Democrat crowd he was speaking to when he said he disavowed sanctuary city policies they cheered take a listen but those small numbers that are committing crimes we need to modify the, uh, the sanctuary city law and if you commit a felony a violent act we should be able to turn you over to ice and have you deported it is a right to live in this city and we should be but the main reason I woke up censored this morning, I'm pretty sure, is what just happened with Dr. Phil. You know, that guy, the one with the show. Yeah, he apparently went down to the border to see for himself what's going on. He was so horrified and appalled. No one's been able to shut him up for the last 72 hours. And he's hit some pretty big forums. It started with this on The View. And Dr. Phil is a pretty moderate to liberal guy. And you can be that if you only take in mainstream media and you're not exposed regularly to the full horror of what America's government has become under the Democrats. He was. And you can tell it's changed him. He won't shut up. And the Democrats don't know what to do about it. Here's how it started on The View. And listen to how fast Whoopi cuts him off. I talked to the head of all the border guards down there, the, the head of the union. I asked him straight up, kids are coming over the border with numbers written on them, phone numbers and addresses. Do we check those out? He said, well, we call them. Is it possible that we're sending them into known prostitution rings or sweatshops? He said, it's not possible. It is absolute. We are using American tax dollars to ship children into known prostitution All and sweatshops. Some children. Well, who knows? Okay. We don't know. I said, are you... So what kind of checking do they do? So They, they call the said, number uh-huh, and, and say, do you know about this child? They say, yes. Will you receive them when they come? Yes. I said, is it possible that that's a prostitution ring? He said, we, ha- we know enough to know that it in a number of cases... It has turned out to be absolute sex ring. It has turned out to be an absolute sweatshop. I said, how is this possible? Well, what do they and he do said, then? it is happening. What do they do then if they know that that's happening? Where is the U.S. Attorney's Office? Where is the... Here's the here's Damn good the question. You have, to, you have to re-ask that question when we come okay. back. Because okay. we're coming back with more. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Now, if you've listened to this podcast for a year, you know I talked about this a year ago. The New York Times, their credit, actually reported the 85,000 missing children. Then there were congressional hearings in which volunteers who were actually tasked by Health and Human Services, a federal agency, with turning the children over, noticed they were turning them over to the same gang members again and again and again. These were not family members. All of this went down. The Department of Justice knows. The FBI knows. But just to make sure they know, Republicans wrote them a letter again about a week ago telling them, please look into this. These children are being sex trafficked. So Dr. Phil wasn't done. And I get it. When you take the red pill the first time and you really can see what's going on in this country, it'll shake you to your core. So his next stop was Joe Rogan. And listen to Joe Rogan's reaction here. I wish you could go watch it. See his face. The absolute horror. Because Joe Rogan's gotten pretty skeptical about our government, but I don't think he understood the full wallop of how evil these people are. Now, in the beginning of this clip, Dr. Phil is at the border and he's interviewing Brandon Judd, who is the head of the Border Patrol. And Judd is flat out telling him, yeah, we don't want to turn children over to their sex traffickers, but we kind of have to. Basically, the Democrats and Joe Biden have made us do it because they stopped DNA testing. So we can't tell who is a pimp and who's a kid's dad. So here's Dr. Phil interviewing the head of the Border Patrol Union. The clip is being played on Joe Rogan's podcast. These children that are coming in with someone that says I'm their mother, aunt, uncle or whatever, we have no way of verifying that. We do not. We used to. President under under President Trump, we had rapid DNA testing. That's been done away with. Are they given money? These people that are released into the country? So it's our taxpayers that ultimately facilitate the travel. But yes, travel is facilitated and they are given all the necessities that they need. But that could be a trafficker. There's a very good possibility that they're being trafficked, that they're going into the sex industry or they're being forced into the sweatshops. And and we know that. We we knowingly are spending our tax dollars to sell children into sex trafficking. How under any theory is that okay for us to be spending tax dollars to traffic children? Holy And that's why the whole internet's locked down right now. That's why my show was locked down. I guarantee it. That's devastating. Rogan's is the most listened to podcast on earth. And it got worse from there. I'll play it for you in just a second. But first, I want to thank our sponsor, PhD Weight Loss, for sponsoring this podcast, sticking with me for a year now. I stuck with them for a year and a half, the six months that I lost my 29 pounds, and now my year anniversary of keeping it off in the maintenance phase. The maintenance phase is as powerful as the weight loss phase, and it works. I've been a size six for a year. I love being a size six. You can be too. In fact, six months from now, you can be unrecognizable if you start right now. So find them online, myphdweightloss.com. You can do it from any state in the nation, myphdweightloss.com. Now back to the podcast. 
And keep in mind, folks, these clips that I'm playing for you, they've gone viral all over Twitter. The Democrats don't know how to shut this down. And here's the most devastating one. It's Dr. Phil and Joe Rogan trying to comprehend how, why the Biden administration would deliberately shut down the DNA testing. It's rapid testing at the border. That is the last hope of these children to be separated from their pimp, from their sex trafficker, from their abuser, who they fear. And yet the contract, again, was discontinued by the Biden administration just shy of a year ago. When we knew 85,000 children had gone missing from the New York Times. God knows what it is now. What is it, 120? I mean, who knows? Nothing's changed. Now, what, what justification could possibly exist where they would stop doing the rapid DNA test? Well, I mean, what, what possible justification would there be to stop that? It, it, it makes no sense because you, if they find out, well, this isn't their parent then, okay, what are they going to do with the child? And so I I guess don't ask, and then you don't have the responsibility. But they're sending these children up there, and he's saying we are knowingly, we're knowingly sending them into either a sweatshop or the sex industry up there. To truly appreciate the horror of this segment, you've really got to watch it. Watch Joe Rogan react to it. He looks like somebody's just dealt him a body blow. You can kind of hear him in the background going, wow. Um, And that's how you feel when you realize what your government is. And folks, that's the power of information. I try to tell you all the time, if the American people could just get a little bit of real news, we can change everything. And Dr. Phil has got this figured out. If they start DNA testing, it's going to create a record of the crimes that are going on here. They don't want to stop these people because they know ultimately these kids will get stuck here, dumped here, and they'll become Democrat voters. The more damage, the better, probably. So you don't want to create a record of it. You just want to turn your eyes, knowing these sex traffickers are bringing them their voters. Rachel Campos-Duffy captured it in a video this morning on Fox News. This is just a sample from this morning, but there wasn't a single illegal immigrant who preferred Donald Trump to Joe Biden. That's the idea. These people come from countries we're not used to having First Amendment, Second Amendment, Fourth Amendment rights. That's exactly what the Democrat Party needs at this point as they roll into the more, more radical part of their agenda that's going to require, quite frankly, the elimination of those things. They need new voters. They don't just need to replace us, by the way. They need to replace a lot of their own voters who won't be on board for that. Trump or Joe Biden? John Biden, de igual manera. Joe Biden. Trump or Joe Biden? Uh, John Biden. Joe, Trump or Joe Biden? John Biden. This, as a growing number of Americans now favor a border wall. So far, the Democrats' messaging on the crime wave flowing over the border is the worst messaging I've ever heard. This went viral, and that's not good with them. Good luck with this. This is Katie Porter, a Democrat from California, explaining, well, I mean, it was just one murder of a female jogger. We really shouldn't change our policies. When a horrible tragedy like like this happens, I think the important thing to focus on is any one instance shouldn't shape our overall immigration policy. But those aren't policies. What they're doing to allow this is no less than breaking the law. That's what Joe Biden is doing. Here's Tom Homan. He was the former head of the Border Patrol under Obama and Trump. 
saying if Biden would just stop breaking the law, stop breaking federal statutes, we could fix this problem pretty quickly. Without the help of Congress, President Biden could fix the border tomorrow. He could put the Remain in Mexico program back in place. The highest courts in the land said it's legal. He can put the third safe country agreements back in. He can end catch and release. Matter of fact, he should end the catch and release because statute, federal statute says, as you know, when an illegal alien enters the United States without proper documentation, the statute says they shall be detained. That's what the law recalls for, but he's ignoring the law. So he can fix us with a stroke of a pen tomorrow. But he spent three years doing everything he can to, to create this open borders. He hasn't did a damn thing to slow the flow. Now he wants to blame Congress and Republicans. It's disgusting. Battleground America with Terra Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.